Welcome to Lady in the Couch, a podcast about mental health and well-being, relationships, and topics specifically related to women. I am your host, Autumn Collier, a licensed psychotherapist in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's have a seat on the couch. Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me on the couch this week. So today's topic is social media is not your therapist. So we're going to spend a little time here. And if you've listened to some past episodes, you'll hear me talk about social media. And, you know, I can definitely get on my soapbox about social media and how it is not always of benefit, is not of benefit to our mental well-being, and that we all could use a little break from social media. So today's topic is more so geared towards social media not being your therapist and just really having perspective about what we ingest on social media. So, you know, at least a few times a week, if not daily, I hear someone say, well, such and such posted on social media that dot, 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 dot. And, you know, whatever they're saying they saw on social media, they're usually explaining a quote or a message or a word that they've gotten off of social media. And they want to share it because they're trying to convey a point or some idea. So sure. And I get the point of it all. The post they've seen on social media is a word or something catchy. And it definitely can be true and oftentimes is true. And it makes a lot of sense. And what they've seen on social media or what we see on social media might give us pause or it might make us reflect for a moment. And that's typically the idea, likely the point of it all for those posting the word or catchy quote or phrase on social media is to make us pause or think or reflect. And this isn't necessarily good or bad or right or wrong. It just is. You know, I think it's great that social media is a platform and, you know, licensed therapists are present on social media. I think that is absolutely great. You know, I'm on social media. Sure, social media, that's just the day and age we live in. However, therapy is not being conducted over social media, nor should it be, can it be? So even if a therapist is posting therapeutic topics or content, it is not a substitute for therapy. And, you know, when a non-licensed person or someone not in the mental health field or that's not a licensed mental health professional, if they're posting about mental health or giving advice, then they are merely stating their opinion. Or maybe they're even sharing their own experience. And there's room for that. There's space for that as well to share their own experience. And that has benefit also. So, you know, there are many benefits to information being on social media about mental health. It is mass messaging which is great, you know, for the purpose of social media. The mental health stigma is definitely shedding, which is beautiful to see, and therapy is being normalized. So tons of benefits as it relates to therapeutic messages or therapists being on social media. This is wonderful. And along with this popularity around mental health, especially because mental health is a thing right now that is trending. You know, in our field, we're seeing many tech folks in the tech industry want to jump into mental health, which can sometimes give us a bit of pause because there are tons of ethics and ethical issues around mental health, which we therapists hold in high regard and hold very near and dear to us, our ethical standards. So we're seeing a lot. Mental health is definitely a buzzword. It's getting a lot of attention. And there are also some therapy buzzwords that are getting a lot of attention on social media that people are posting about because they're popular right now. So some of the ones you may have heard about are, or some of the buzzwords might be boundaries or transparency or toxicity or toxic self-care and authenticity. Those are some therapeutic or self-help 
buzzwords that you're hearing right now. And, you know, while there's a lot of inspiration on social media and some trendy nuggets and jewels, some nice takeaways, there can also be some traps with regards to how much we lean into what we see on social media. So I'm going to talk about a few traps today, how we easily fall into them when we're looking at social media to be something like a therapist. So the first one, the first trap that we fall into is the idea that everything is meant for me. So when we're scrolling on social media and seeing a quote that resonates, you know, sometimes we can have a, oh, this is for me. Oh, this is for me. Oh, let me write this down. Oh, you know what? Where's my journal? Or where's my little notepad? Let me write this down because this is for me. Oh, I'm really feeling this. We feel that everything is for me that we're reading or seeing on social media. And we really lean into the quotes or the posts. So, you know, the post might be, and it's likely ambiguous or even indirect, yet we make it applicable to our own lives. And as a result, we are now questioning aspects of our lives or relationships that once felt content. You know, we are also now trying to enact change in certain areas of our lives because we should, according to the post. You know, we're trying to do some things different now or look at things differently because the post, you know, really spoke to us. And eventually this momentum that we've kicked into of trying to evoke some type of change or do something different, the momentum will eventually subside just because the movement was initiated off something superficial, such as a social media post. So, you know, we may be all gun ho like, oh, yes, this is speaking to me. I'm going to start doing this, 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 and this. However, that energy will start to diffuse some just because it was built up off of something that was superficial and we're not even sure that the why as to why we're enacting this change is meaningful to us. I'll give an example. Let's take a social media post that says something like, sometimes you have to leave relationships behind that do not serve you. So that might be the post. And you know, I'm sure we've all seen many posts like that on social media. And yes, This post is true. Yeah, yeah, the content of it, sure, it's true. I won't disagree with or argue the point of the post. This is common knowledge, common sense. It is very practical. Sometimes you do have to leave relationships behind that do not serve you, sure. So yes, practical advice. And, you know, reflection, because with a post like this, oftentimes many folks will start reflecting on their relationships. And reflection is very powerful and we can all benefit from self-reflection, right? However, We do not want a post like this to cause us to end relationships prematurely or in relationships that are not worth ending. And sometimes that does happen after seeing something like this on social media. We then go evaluate relationships and really just pick them apart, really pick them apart, pick them apart so much that we, you know, subconsciously make them align with what the post is telling us. Also, you know, if this post is taken literally, then we can enter into a space of opportunism where we expect great benefit from every relationship. And, you know, if it doesn't feel like we are greatly benefiting or we're growing, we're learning or we're moving towards progress in the relationship or within ourselves as a result of the relationship, then we retreat or we terminate the relationship. So, you know, with something like this, the idea that everything is meant for me, when you're scrolling on social media, take it all with a grain of salt and pounds of perspective. Everything is not for you. So the next trap that we can easily fall into is the all or nothing trap. The things we see on social media, it is not all or nothing. And you've heard me talk about this concept just about other topics. Nothing is all or nothing. Nothing has to be all or nothing. 
So sometimes when scrolling on social media, you know, again, we see a word or we see a post that really resonates with us. Be mindful. It is not absolute. And when I say, you know, it's not absolute, that means absolutes as in never, always, forever. Like it's not absolute like that. We do not have to make it apply to every area in our lives. You know, everything that is an absolute. This always happens. It never happens. Everything is this. You know, those are kind of absolutes. There's no middle ground. It either is or it isn't. It's very on the end of either spectrum. So we don't have to make what we see on social media apply to every area of our lives or every relationship in our lives. For instance, we'll take another example of a post. Post might say, if you feel drained after an interaction with them, then they are probably not meant for you. Okay, so let's take a post like that. You may have seen something like that, you know, it's a paraphrase post. So while this quote or this post is not incorrect, it's not incorrect at all. It is our responsibility to put it in context, our as in the reader. So it is the reader's responsibility to put it in context. Again, the content in the post, it's very practical. Sure, it makes a lot of sense. And the person reading or scrolling has to put it in context. You know, some relationships take more work than others. And in just about every relationship, you will feel drained at some point in that relationship. Whether that relationship is with your spouse or significant other, whether it is with your children or your coworkers, maybe even parents, at some point, you likely will feel drained. This does not mean the relationship has to end. It also does not mean that they are probably not meant for you, as the post said. So yeah, if you feel drained after each interaction with the individual you're in a relationship with, and it's you know happening for a significant amount of time, and feeling drained is happening regardless of where the relationship is. You know, sometimes relationships go through a rough patch or a rough season, sure. So it will feel draining. However, if you're not in a rough patch in that relationship and it still feels draining, or maybe you're in a high spot or what you feel could be a high spot in the relationship, a high moment, a positive moment, yet it still feels draining, then okay, sure. It may be time to reevaluate. However, the goal here is just to be mindful that it is not all or nothing. And when seeing such a post, understanding that these circumstances aren't always or never, it's not an always or never situation, meaning you should never feel drained after an interaction. That's not what the post is intending to say. It all needs to be put within context. The next trap, if you want it to apply, it will. So it's kind of like when you have a headache or other benign ailment and you decide to hop on Google. Mm to see what it might be. Don't do that. Don't do that. Any medical doctor will tell you to stay off Google. And by the end of your search, now you have self-diagnosed or you have diagnosed yourself with a life-threatening condition, right? That's what happens when we hop on the internet and just start scrolling through stuff. Some of us may have even heard older people say it like this. Don't go looking for something. You just might find it, right? Same thing with social media, especially I'll even add this. If you're already feeling away, social media is not the place for you to go. Because you can then make anything that you see, any post or anything relevant to your life and make it apply to your life. Again, you know, most posts, especially if it's by, you know, a licensed mental health therapist, it's going to be common sense. The advice is going to be, you know, practical, useful, helpful, sure, all of that. 
nothing wrong with the content of the post. The post and what it's saying, it's fine. It's more so the reader and how it is being ingested. So if you're feeling away, especially anything you see on social media could be related to you. It could be a very neutral, indirect, even ambiguous post that you see. Depending on how you're feeling at the time, you can make it applicable to you. And the hope is that you then don't go acting off of what you've interpreted to be meant for you. You know, treat social media posts like a buffet. You know, when you go to a food buffet to go eat, only take from it what you like. You don't have to eat it all. You don't have to ingest all of it. All of it, again, is not for you. And if you want it to apply, it will. All right. And the last one for today, the last trap we can easily fall into when using social media as a therapist is maybe not understanding that social media posts are one way. They are one way. They are from the author of the post, which you know could be a licensed mental health therapist, to the audience, whomever that audience might be. Understanding that the audience is diverse, heterogeneous, they are all different. So that one post is not tailored for one specific individual. As we just stated, you don't have to ingest everything that you see on social media. You don't have to eat it all. And ideally, we will not get nourishment from social media. We don't want social media to feed us, feed our soul or provide us nourishment. That's not where we want to get our nourishment from. Social media, you know, these posts are very one way. They are putting out a message and the intention is not to further engage and help people flesh out what is for them or how to apply it to their lives. That's not the point when these posts or self-help type posts are made. It's not to then further explore with the individual or process their feelings or gain an understanding about their background and better tailor the message for that individual. No, it is a very blanket message sent to the masses. That type of work, that more individualized type of work, that is done in therapy. That is done when you enter into a two-way relationship, a two-way therapeutic relationship, which has boundaries and rules and ethics and all those things brought into play. In the therapy room and in that therapeutic relationship, it's also where a person's unique background and experience or even diagnosis, all those things are highly regarded and help guide the treatment, the very personalized and again, individualized treatment of the individual. That happens in a therapeutic relationship. Oftentimes, the goal of a social media post is to trigger us to think or reflect. Simple as that. So be very mindful, you know, when on social media, social media is the epitome of the phrase easier said than done. So that is the final one. Social media posts are one way. It is just message being disseminated out, not taken into consideration the individualized need of each person. When scrolling on social media, be very discerning and use perspective. Everything does not apply to your life and everything is not meant for you. Sometimes, you know, reflecting too much can be counterproductive. Sometimes we see that where folks are just really doing a lot of self-reflection and thinking. And as a result, you know, they're living in their heads where they're not even really engaging in the present moment, engaging in real life. They're living in their heads, which can also be somewhat of a disconnect between them and others and even building relationships because they're not present. And they are also constantly trying to perfect areas or relationships in their lives. And they're doing this to a fault. 
whether this person is always working on something, you know, well, I saw this post on social media that said that I should be doing this, 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 and this, or I need to remove this, this, and this from my life. So that's what I'm working on doing. And they're so busy analyzing and judging every aspect of their lives that they are not fully engaging in the present moment or fully engaging in life or creating an enjoyable life. So it all becomes somewhat counterproductive and it's too much. It's over-reflection and it doesn't benefit us in the end. If you are seeing negative patterns in your life that you want to change, and maybe you're finding it difficult to change on your own, seek out help from a licensed mental health therapist. Because social media, you know, it is not a real place and anything can happen on social media, kind of everything goes, anything can happen, then we need to receive information on social media as such. You know, understanding that the place we're getting this information from is like La La Land, where anything can happen. And we don't want to go make these major life changes based on what we're receiving from La La Land. We want to put it all in perspective, put it in context. And sometimes we might need a mental health therapist, professional, licensed professional to help us put it all in context and put it in perspective. And also too, be mindful that some of the things you're seeing on social media, again, easier said than done, because sometimes we do have true pathology or diagnoses that are getting in the way of following those words or messages or that self-help we get on social media. And that is absolutely a time to explore and process further with a licensed mental health professional. All right. So again, I hope you guys found these tips helpful in terms of social media not being your therapist. Just to recap, a few traps that we enter into when looking to social media as a therapist or even a self-help guide is that we think that everything is meant for us. We enter into a space of all or nothing where you know we want to understand that it is not all or nothing. It is not absolute. The idea that when you see stuff on social media, if you want it to apply, it will. And understanding that social media posts are one way. Sometimes individuals will say to me, I saw this on social media. What do you think that meant? And, you know, I kind of look back to the idea, you know, if you want it to apply, it will. And I get a little philosophical with them, you know, well, what do you think it meant? Or why did that resonate with you? Or how did it resonate with you? Or what do you think it meant for you? And sometimes they're like, well, I think it meant this, this, and this. Or sometimes they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just wondering, just found it curious. Then I'll say, well, let's just, we won't make any life changes off of something that's not really resonating. If it feels pertinent down the line, we'll come back to it. Otherwise, we won't give it much thought right now. And sometimes, you know, when we talk about a post, it's, you know, we just talk about the idea that, yeah, that could happen or yeah, that is true. Good advice. It may or may not be applicable for you right now, but yeah, sure. So even with that, we take it with a grain of salt and put it in perspective and then get down to the meat of it or what really is going on. So in short, I say all that to say, usually when I'm asked, you know, what does this mean on social media or I saw this on social media, what does that mean? My response is typically something along the lines of, I don't know, what did it mean to you? Because I'm more curious to see, you know, what you thought about it. And there's no right or wrong one way to interpret what you're seeing or hearing on social media. And all of it may or may not even be applicable. All right. So thank you guys so much for joining me on the couch this week. I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lady in the Couch. Feel free to share this episode with your friends on all of your social media platforms. If you are in the Atlanta area and seeking therapy, visit ladyinthecouch.com to learn more. Like what you heard? Feel free to give us a five-star review where you listen to podcasts. The content in this episode is not intended to diagnose or treat. It is for informational purposes only. 